Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Eber. You can find me right here when it's up on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see this. If you're listening on the radio, you're going to say, what is he yakking on about? There, there's my Twitter handle, at Nick Eber. Send me a message. Love to hear from you. And by the way, you can participate during this show. Just find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Fill out the comments section. Make it rude. Make it mean. Make it smart. Make it pithy. Whatever. We'll see it here. And if it passes muster, it'll make it on screen, on show, and we'll talk about your comment. We do have a very big show today coming up for you, of course, this January the 10th, 2020. I'd like to wish everybody in the Falkland Islands a very happy Margaret Thatcher Day today. That's right, Maggie Day today in the Falkland Islands. Okay, we're going to kick it off. Speaking of England and Margaret Thatcher with some Premier League football, Al Ninos will join me. We're going to talk three curated matches for match day 22. And we're going to talk Wolverhampton Wanderers against Newcastle United, Bournemouth against Watford, and Crystal Palace Arsenal. Bit of a London derby for you. Uh, we're going to give you three good picks with those matches, so stay tuned for that. Then moving right along. The man, the myth, the legend, his horseless carriage is parked outside and he is in studio with us. Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus. We're going to talk NBA action, heat at Nets, Spurs at Grizzlies, magic at Suns. And just when you thought we weren't going to get to it, you're wrong because we are. Lakers at Mavericks. Not going to miss that one. And finally, NFL Rapid Fire. Of course, we've got the big four games coming up and we'll be joined by our star handicraft cappers. They're not handicrappers. That would be bad. They are handicappers. Craig Trapp, El Huapo, and Tony Comandante El Tigre tell us for NBA Rapid Fire. You're not going to want to miss that. All right, that's what's on the table today. Love to hear from you. Send us a message on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, but I will be right back with Al Ninos to talk Match Day 22 in the English Premier League. I love, absolutely love, these Friday shows. Welcome to fixandparlays.net. Live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Where we are, by the way, live on the radio every day, 4 p.m. Eastern Time or 1 p.m. Pacific, and speaking to our men and women in uniform around the world, hopefully staying very safe, listening on the American Forces Network. My favorite segment, Premier League Football, Match Day 22 upon us. Who better to have a little chin wag with than my good friend, our star capper, Al Ninos. Al, how are you today? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Well, I'm doing quite well, Al. I'm looking forward to match day 22. The FA Cup is behind us. The League Cup is behind us. The, uh, the holiday season is behind us. The transfer window is open. Still waiting for some big moves that have yet to come, although... Uh, Minamino uh, at Liverpool, that was a done deal that just got executed on the 1st of January. But we'll be following Stu. Callum Chambers on the move, so watch out. All right, let's talk football, shall we? We have three matches to get to. Uh, let's start with uh, hmm, the, probably the easiest one of the three, Al. Let's talk Wolverhampton Wanderers, Newcastle United. This is at the Molyneux. Wolves in 7th position, 30 points. Newcastle, 13th position, 25 points. This is Nuno Espirito Santo. Uh, really done a great job at Wolves against Steve Bruce. And Wolves did not have the best holiday fixtures. L lost 3-1-2 uh, 
Uh, but two of those losses were to Spurs and Liverpool, so, you know, sort of to be expected. Uh, Jao Moutinho, though, that is the key man for Wolves. He's second only to Liverpool's Trent Alexander-Arnold in setting up goals. He's the assist man, and he is working wonders for Wolverhampton Wanderers right now. And Wolves, uh, partly because of Jao Moutinho, they've scored a full third goal, one-third more goals than Newcastle have all season. But they've only won two of the last 11 against Newcastle, and those were both away at St. James's Park. Uh, things for Newcastle have cooled considerably for Steve Bruce. Newcastle lost three in a row, and quite frankly, they're in danger of getting sucked down into that relegation zone again. Uh, we will see what happens for me at the Molyneux. Quite frankly, Al, this isn't too difficult. Uh, I'm going to say Wolves going to win this one, two goals to one. Uh, the question is, do Newcastle score? Probably 2-1, I'm going to say. Uh, total goals on this one is two and a half, so I'm going to take the over. How do you see this? Yeah, that's a pretty good look. Uh, I just um, think that the Wolves are, as you mentioned, the better team here. And uh, um, I, I'm going uh, more on the side, although if I had to pick on the total, I would agree with you on the over. Getting a little plus money there so on the two and a half, so pretty good bet. Uh, but I'm going uh, on. I'm going with the Wolves at minus one. I see them at minus one thirty-five on there. So uh, on, I want, I'm on sorry, the, minus one thirty-two on the pick'em. Right? At minus one. No, they're minus one. So uh, oh, they're they minus one. Oh, one, so pardon me, approach, minus one. Yeah. I thought you said one thirty-two. Okay, yes, good. Uh, good choice there. And by the way, you know, you talk about Wolves. Uh, they're pretty good. If you look right now, uh, Chelsea, Leicester, uh, Liverpool, Man City are top four. Chelsea kind of dropping down a little bit. Man City in ascendancy again. But if you look, you know, there's no Harry Kane till April at Tottenham because he's, he's got a hamstring tear. Uh, Man United are all over the place. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to get any one day. Wolves are putting together a really solid run. If there's any of those teams outside of the top four that I think really have a sniff at getting in, look at Wolves because Nuno Santos really has that team firing on all cylinders. All right, let's move along. Next match. Unfortunately, we don't have the whole show to do this. I wish we did. Uh, Bournemouth, Watford, great match here. Eddie Howe's Bournemouth, they've been a real disappointment late. They're 18 in the relegation zone uh, in, with 20 points. Nigel Pearson just came to Watford a few games ago. It's been a revelation since he, he arrived. They're 19th place, 19 points. Folks, this is a relegation six-pointer. This is the true definition of that game. That, so two of the bottom three are going to meet at the Vitality, which is Bournemouth's home. Bournemouth, their run of form since the beginning of the no November has been nothing short of shocking, Al. Their one win, one draw, eight losses in the last ten. They've gone winless in the last four, and they've only scored one goal in the last four games. Horrible, horrible results. I'm quite frankly surprised that Eddie Howe's still there. Watford, they're going in the opposite direction. You know, just my favorite movie, Al, is Das Boot. Okay, it's one of my five favorite films. Do you ever see that film? You know, the, I have a long time ago. Actually. Yeah, it's yeah. about the German submarine in World War II. By the way, watch the German with the English uh, subtitles. Don't watch the English dub version. That's rubbish. Watch the German one. But the submarine gets, gets depth charged. It's lying at the bottom of the Straits of Gibraltar. Uh, and the crew work desperately and courageously to fix it. And finally, they pump enough water in. And slowly, they start lifting up off the bottom with the shuddering and the creaking and the, and the sand going everywhere. And they certainly rise to the top. Well, my friends, that's Watford, OK? They've been stuck at the bottom of the table almost the entire season. This is a good, solid 
upper mid-table to upper mid-table football club as we saw last year. They had definitely had some problems. Of course, some key injuries didn't help. Nigel Pearson's revolutionized them. Since he's been appointed, they've been unbeaten in three games. They only have one loss in the last five, eight goals in the last four. They are arising, just like the submarine in Dust Boot, okay? For Watford, uh, Chalaber and Cathcart should be available. Danny Welbeck, he might play a few minutes. Watford unbeaten at the vitality in the last four. Quite frankly, they're not going to lose here either. I uh, thought take the draw, but I've changed. Take Watford plus 180 on the money line. Sprinkle some of that. Or you could be super conservative, Al. It's minus 103 for the pick'em. Yeah, that's usually the way I like to go here. Uh, and again, as you mentioned, uh, two teams going complete different directions. Uh, Watford winning three of their last four with a draw in there, whereas Burnmouth actually lost three of their last four with a draw. And um, yeah, as you mentioned, the Watford turning their season around after uh, yeah Nigel Pearson coming along. And uh, yeah, absolutely love Watford here. Don't blame you for taking the plus 180. That's a, that's a nice big plus. I do expect them to win this game. But again, going the uh, conservative route, as you said, and uh, taking them out of pick at minus 103. Unfortunately, my, my chatting about Dust Boot has taken the time off the clock. So let's make this next one quick. It's a London derby. It's at, the, it's at Selhurst Park. It's ninth place Crystal Palace with 24 points. Uh, pardon me, 29 points. Playing Arsenal in 10th place with 27 points. Uh, it's Roy Hodgson against uh, uh, Mikel Arteta. Uh, and despite a, uh, a recent, uh, disappointing recent run of results, you know, Palace have actually only lost one game in the last eight. So it's a little deceptive. They've drawn a lot of games. Uh, Palace are 3-2 versus Arsenal going back to 2017. They drew the reverse fixture 2-2 at the Emirates in October. They beat the Gunners 3-2 last April. And I think the match before that, by the way, was 2-2 as well. Arsenal have only two wins in the last 13. They haven't had back-to-back -back winners since week one and two. Zaha's current issue at Palace, they're, they're, you know, they're valuing him at 80 million pounds. Whether or not anyone takes it, it's just maybe he'll just be sulking and not playing. But I don't think so. This, to me, is another one of those draws. I'm going to say 2-2. Two -two. Take 288. Al, all yours. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning Arsenal here, uh, minus 116. And uh, also, I uh, like the over 2.5 at uh, minus 125. I just uh, I like what I saw Arsenal. I think playing a bit better. They got coming off a nice two nil win against Manu, and uh, I just. But it's Manu. You don't know whether you get rubbish Manu or wonderful. By the way, Fernando Ramirez writes and says, "Thanks for the awesome picks. Thank you, Fernando, for just being beautifully awesome. I don't know what else to say." Uh, and watch us boot. Okay, uh, I have no idea why Crystal Palace are plus three thirty five home favorites. I don't think anyone's expecting them to get the win. By the way, not me either. But look. Three of the last five matches have been 2-2 draws, by the way. I'm telling you, Al, you've got to look at history. Just like Dust Boot, that was World War II history. It. I see it. 2-2. I'm telling you, 2-2. Take it. Take it. Run with it. The draw on the money line, plus 288. I'll speak to El Huapo, see if he wants to loan us some money out of the company <laughs> Petty Cash Fund so we can all buy a new Ferrari with this one. What do you think? Sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, Al, we can find you on the site, right? What's your, what, what do you got up at Picks and Parlays today? Uh, well, got the, uh, no, all the plays up for today. But, uh, yeah, I already have the um, Heat and uh, Nets game up for uh, Friday. So I'm definitely a lot more good NBA uh, lines just came out a minute ago. So going to get on those uh, right as we get off this show.
Well, you're going to get off the show right now, Al, because we're out of time. Thank you so much, Al Ninos. And speaking of NBA, he's here in the studio. Horseless carriage parked outside. His top hat removed. Chip Chirimbus, chicken dinner himself, sitting right next to me, actually, right now at the desk. When we come back, we're going to get right to it. Talk some NBA action with our star handicapper himself. Welcome back to the show. Picks and parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are every Monday through Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time. And we stream throughout the day, day on YouTube. This is going to be die. Good eye. I'm Australian. I'm not. I'm English. But, you know, sorry about the fires. Uh, we stream throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. By the way, I hope those terrible fires are, are out soon. We'd love to hear from you during the show. You can participate by filling out the comments section in any one of our social media outlets, and we'll see it here in all of its rude glory or its polite glory. That's a very nice tweet, by the way, we had last time. Uh, but, well, I think was that was that Facebook, Andrew? Was that Facebook? That was we had it was a Facebook comment. Great to have it. We'd love to hear from you. Fill out the comment section. But look. You don't want to talk about me anymore. Well, I want to talk about me, but you probably don't want to. You want to talk NBA basketball. Who better than to chat about NBA basketball than with my friend? This man, by the way, right now, he's 13-3-1. He's 81% in the NBA for the last 17 days. He's 12-14 and 14 in winning days. 12-14 right. right. winning days. And in the NFL wildcard, he was 4-2. It's been no uh, Four and two really for the World Cup weekend, Chipper. That's not awesome. bad, not but bad. I still might now you can afford to buy the drinks. Why I would, I, give, I would, I give but I, you know, I just don't want you to go over the edge. Well, but you know, it has been a great run. These are best bets in NBA that we're talking about. My mega buck winner. It's the single strongest play each and every day. And as a matter of fact, Nick, we've just hit our fifth straight college mega buck winner tonight. I believe Purdue, with 20 seconds to go, had the lead, and they were getting 10. So over Michigan, that looks like a, a bona fide winner. Well, let's so, go over to the casino afterwards and play some Wheel of Fortune or, or Buffalo. No, I, that's, you're in the, you, I, they got too you know, big an edge you, there. You, you, you're lucky. You're no, lucky. No, it, no, it's no, it has, no, has nothing Seriously. to do with that. Buffalo! Who's that? Is that the game? The, oh, never mind. You don't forget it. You, you don't play slot machines? I no. Everyone your no, age No, I don't, I don't do any casino gambling at all. I just bet on games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to it. Right. Uh, let's talk about the NBA. Heats at net. Uh, the Heats, 27 and 10. 24-14-2 against the spread. 8-2, one loss, two in a row. Last outing was a win against the Pacers. They're 10-9 straight up. 9-9-1 against the spread on the road. Derek Jones Jr. is an injury question mark for this game. Total's gone over in 12 of the last 15. And the Nets, 16-20, 16-20 against the spread. They're 9-8 straight up and against the spread at home. Some injuries, though. They've got Garrett Temple will join, will join Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. They're not playing. There's a, there's a lot of people at the Nets yeah. that have been down all year. And Total's you know, gone under, though, in 10 of the last 13 against Miami. They haven't, they haven't uh, put anything together on the floor, Nick. Um, this Brooklyn team had great promise. They started out with, uh, but Levert's been hurt. They've had a lot of different injuries which have affected them. Usually teams can recover. Golden State couldn't recover this year. Brooklyn's now lost seven in a row. But like you mentioned, 10 of their last 13 against the Heat have gone under. Yeah. And the Heat have been a firepower this year. They're a three-point favorite here, which may seem a lot of modest. Um, they've gone over in 12 of 15. But the thing is about this is the Nets don't have the firepower anymore, Nick. They but, just don't They don't have anybody who can put the ball in the hoop. And um, right. Miami plays great defense if they need to. Nine, the number's 217. Yeah, but are we taking the under? Well, what would you think? 
Well, the Brooklyn's not scoring that much. That's so, I mean, my, they, that's they, my they point. They used to have to crank it up. But right. I, my question for you is, uh, Brooklyn aren't scoring much, but they're getting scored on plenty. So why is this? Why are the Heat only a three-point road favorite? Well, I, I think the, um, maybe it's the do factor where everyone's looking at this um, this Brooklyn team. I've gotten beat with them a couple of times where I thought and they were in a spot, Nick, where they were supposed to come up big and supposed to win or at least cover, and they got pounded. Yeah. They've lost their seven in a row, and they haven't even been competitive in these games, Nick. They, they haven't covered any of these games either. They're 0-7 against the points. It's a hard take. Now it's only three here. It looks like a, a real sucker's bet right now, doesn't it? It's it like come and come and get me, yep. and I'll take I'll take Brooklyn with the. Th- I mean, I'll take Miami minus the three. It'll be three and a half, maybe four by game time tomorrow, and you might get caught in what we call the gaff, where they win by two or three. Yeah. So it, it's a really um, it's a tough call, like you said, with all the injuries they have with the Nets, and um, they're just not putting their best team out there, and I'm really wondering if they're putting their best effort out there but, as well. But we're going under. Okay. We're taking under. Yeah, right? we are. Yeah. Okay, next one. Spurs at Grizzlies. Spurs 16 and 20, 14, 21, and one against the spread. They're six and four on a two game winner, coming off a 129, 114 win over the Celtics. Uh, I wrote here the critics, but actually it's the Celtics. It's Celtics. It is Celtics. I, I know that. Yeah. Five and 11 straight up, eight, seven, and one against the spread on the road. By the way, you know, this is interesting. They're 16 and 20, but do you know they rank third in field goal percentage and fourth? in three-point percentage, yet they're only 16 and 20? Yeah, they got off to a really terrible yeah. start, and a terrible start against the points. But, you know, one thing we know about the San Antonio Spurs is they are very well coached, and they've gotten a lot better, particularly the last month of the season. Um, they started out terribly, and they're putting their shooting together. And, you know, they, they, they have to do it because they don't have the, the defense intimidator, defensive intimidator that they've had in the past, and they don't have that big guy to make the big stop in the middle. So they've taken their game to the outside, yeah. Nick, and they're, they're shooting well. And as they can do that, like you said, third in the NBA in shooting, fourth in three-point shots. Yeah. You're making three-point shots. You're going to be in the game. For a team that's 16 and 20 they, and 14-21-1 against the spread. You I have mean, to remember, they, they started something yeah. like, like 7 and 19. They had a horrible seven, start. Horrible. Yes, they and yeah, they, horrible. they couldn't even – they didn't cover any of the spreads. But they're only on a two-game winner. They're they only 6-4 and four the last But they, they were the worst point spread team out there by far. Yes, by, by far. far. And now that they've caught up their – what they're at 40 percent right now 14 right. and 21 on the year um but they are probably aside in the second half of the season nick and you know we're just about at the halfway point here and it looks like some of these teams are gearing up where they sort of mesh together and they've got together and other teams may be floundering just, just like any one of these you know eight million game season sports <laughs> you know you need to put your run on in the right. latter part of the right. season get healthy right. get your injuries done early and move yep. forward because, you know, it, you've got to get that playoff run. You know, and, and as long as you hit the playoffs hot, Chip, anything can happen. We've seen it in the NFL where teams have yep. won their last four or five to get in. And maybe it didn't happen to the, to the Eagles this week, but maybe they're losing their quarterback in the first quarter might have, might have had some effect on the game. But um, you're absolutely right. I mean, in baseball, we've seen it where teams just flounder and all of a sudden they hockey. get hot and uh, hockey, hockey to yep. St. Louis. And um, it happens. So in the NBA, in the second half of the season, we'll see what happens. But, Nick, I don't think that this Spur team – has enough to win an NBA championship, no matter no, how hard No, I don't think so. But by the way, they are only they are one point road favorites against the Grizzle, uh, two thirty one and a half. Uh, I mean, Memphis, you know, pretty much the same record. But yeah. we're not saying that about Memphis. And why we? isn't Memphis? They won four of the last five. They won four of the last five. And they're not favored here by three and a yeah, half. Four would make me think that maybe the underdog Spurs are playing better basketball. Could be. All right, next up, Orlando Phoenix, the Magic, eighteen. And by the way, we're having fun today. 18 and 20, 17, 19 and 2 against the spread. They're 6 and 4, one last two in a row, including 
hammering of the lackluster Wizards, 123-89. Uh, they're 5-12 straight up, 8-8-1 eight, eight, against the spread on the road. Uh, DJ Augustin, Aaron, Aaron Jordan, oh, not going to play. And uh, I do really badly with these names. Everyone will forgive me. Total has gone over in five of the last six on the road. And the Suns, they're 3-7. and seven. They've lost the last two in a row uh, recently. They lost to the Kings. I've got Suns two-point favorites at home. Kind of makes sense. Uh, total 217. It's kind of a generic scoreline on this one, I think. Well, you know, Phoenix, you're not going to get that much defense out of. Um, Devin Booker is going to be throwing up. He's back healthy. Like you said, they're 3-7 and seven in their last 10. This Orlando team, by the way, when they beat that Washington, which you mentioned, was one of the top megabuck plays yep. on Wednesday. They were a big crush winner for us. 5-12 and 12 on the road in straight fact, up. I did, Is I this did. game virtually a pick 'em? What is the line? I, uh, it is uh, two. two. By the way, I did so well on that megabucks yeah. play. I've moved yeah. up from unflavored Pellegrino to lightly lemon zesty flavor. Well, you know, you well always done, get Jeffrey. fresh lemon like you do in my house. Oh, that's the way to go, I think, you know, would imagine. Um, the total for Orlando is going over five of the last six. And um, this Spurs team, this Phoenix team, rather, which has been very disappointing. They've had number one draft picks the last couple of years, and we're still waiting for them to put it together. One and seven straight up in their last eight at home, Nick. This game's two, their favorite here. And... The fact that they're favored over a team that's virtually at 518 and 20, Orlando, tells me that maybe Orlando is going to struggle more on the road than um, you might think, and that Phoenix may bust out here. Um, I wouldn't get crazy with it, but I, I would lean here. Um, I could take the Suns now. All right. Next up, Lakers, Mavericks. Of course, oh. so many lakes in Los Angeles. Oh, wonder where they came from. Uh, six and four. Well, you remember that chip, don't it you? It was Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, that's right. George Mikan, of course. Yeah, of course. He went yeah. to many of those As games. a matter of fact, I tried to defend him at one well, time. Well, is that your colostomy he... bag? Never no, mind. No, okay. Six no, and four, the loss. No, it isn't. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, seven. <laughs> 19, 17, and one against the spread. They're six and four on the last six in a row. Most recently, a big win over, uh, who was that? The Knicks. Uh, 15 and three, nine and nine against the spread away from home. LeBron's going to play. Uh, Avery Bradley, Anthony Davis are not going to play. Right. Uh, total's gone under in four of the last six for the Lakers. Uh, the Mavs, five and five. By the way, they're 23 and 14. This is no slouch no, of a no, team. No. Uh, coming off a 106-107 loss to the Nuggets. They're 11 and nine straight up, 7-12 and one against the spread at home. Uh, Porzingis and who else is out? Well, Porzingis them? is out. Yeah, but they've got another one out too, don't they? Um, I don't think they, whoever else is out, I don't think they have the it same kind of impact yeah, I agree. as Porzingis. Yeah, yeah Porzingis and is out. And this is his sixth straight game that he's out is too, it? Nick. Yeah. Is it really? No. They're still home favorites, though, one and a half points against and, uh, this stone you know, steaming hot Lakers. Now, they're favored over a Lakers team that's 15 and three straight up on the road. Uh, the number three defense in the league, only average, only giving up 104 points, a point nine. They're 6-0 straight up in the last six, and um, they've covered all six. And that was after a four-game losing streak. You remember the Lakers yep. hit a little low? I remember they that. They it's picked up. It was it? like two weeks ago. I know. And since then, they've won six, six straight. Six straight since and, then, And yeah. uh, they, they're doing it with defense as well. And now with Anthony Davis sidelined, I expect that LeBron's going to control the ball a little bit more and facilitate the game and sit there. And this game, I believe, is destined to stay under. We have the number three offense with Dallas because of Luka Donick. And, you know, this guy may be the MVP. Actually, we hear about LeBron James, of course, and we hear about the Greek Freak. But this guy has turned this Maverick franchise completely around. And he's a solid all-around ball player. He's certainly first-team all-NBA. 
And this is going to be a great matchup. This is one I'm really looking forward to watching, Nick. Well, well, two great teams. You're going to get to do that, Chipper. Yep. There you have it. Chip Chirimba smoking hot right now, 13-3-1, 81%. The last 17 days on the NBA with this man right here, Chip Chirimba. Find him, picksandparlays.net. Expert picks right there. You can get all of Chipper's picks for the entire year for $9.99 on our annual pass. All right, I'll be right back after this with some NFL rapid fire. Let's go. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays. What fun that is with Chip Chirimbus. Love having Chip here. Great picks, by the way. But we got more great picks for you. Never fear. It's NFL Rapid Fire. Of course, we got four games to talk about. By the way, I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. Let's get to it, shall we? Let's bring on in our star cappers for our NFL Rapid Fire segment. And there they are in all their glory. Look at him. Looking absolutely dapper in his red Picks and Parley's gear is our jefe himself, but we like to call him El Huapo, Craig Trapp. And, of course, looking very dapper as well uh, is uh, Tony, Comandante El Tigre. Tell us, ready to go. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to us on the radio and you're saying, you know, this is radio, I can't do this, you're right. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and or Twitter, or all three. Put us up on all those screens in your home and see us in all our glory. Okay, picksandparlays.net, NFL rapid fire it is. Gentlemen, uh, let's start with the man in the red, El Huapo, Craig Trapp. Should we start with Tennessee uh, versus Baltimore, or do you like to start somewhere else? No, that's, that'll be good. All right, well, 10-7 and seven Titans against 14-2 and two Ravens. And after that big wild card win over the Patriots... Titans going to run up against a brick wall. At least that's my opinion. Uh, Baltimore nine-point favorites. I think that's widened since I had these. I'm a little uh, kind of behind the times on some of these lines. Total of 47. Uh, far away, Mr. Trapp. Yeah, this line actually is 10 now. Uh, pretty much consensus across the board. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think this Baltimore Ravens team, we've seen it more often than not in these divisional rounds. The teams that have not played, the teams that are well-rested, sometimes a little rusty. And I think a Titans team, after that confidence, the way they finished the season, the way they beat uh, the defending uh, Super Bowl champion Patriots, I like this Titans team here at plus 10. I, I don't know if I'd sprinkle the money line, but I think it's much closer. I think this Tennessee Titans defense is the key. Uh, let's take the Tennessee Titans plus 10. I also think the under 47 is a solid play. Like I said, I think there's a little rust here with that uh, Ravens defense. And uh, let's don't forget, Lamar Jackson wasn't so good last year in the playoffs. Yeah, but you know, Craig, I mean, that time off has given guys like Earl Thomas and Mark Ingram a chance to recover, and they're likely to play. Uh, let's get Tony T's take on this. Yeah, I'm right there with uh, Craig here. I'm going to take the 10 points here with Tennessee. You know, they've covered four straight on the road. These, these are Royal Royers here. They've covered, you know, as we talked about, uh, four straight on the road, five straight on the road against winning home teams. And, of course, we saw that running attack, uh, the average 142 yards, you know, this season, five yards per rush. And, of course, uh, they ran the ball well against New England. Listen, they won in New England. No one does that, right? <laughs> That's yeah. a pretty good achievement for this Titans team. And I think that, that carries some momentum here. And, of course, Ryan Tannehill, if he gets help in the running game, he could be an effective passer. Now, you know, well, well, on the road, he's been... Yeah, well, hold on a second. Uh, Adam Humphreys, Khalif Raymond, Cody Hollister, they're not going to play. I mean, those are wide receivers. Yeah, but uh, you know they can they can they can fill it in and they can run the football. And uh, we look at Tannehill's effectiveness on the road: seventy-three percent completion rate. And of course, their numbers in the red zone 
has, has been outstanding. You know, when you look at their offensive numbers, eighth best uh, on third down uh, defensively. And, of course, uh, when you look at them against really good – you look at against a good defensive team, the Ravens, their, their offense was held to 24 points at Buffalo, 20 to San Francisco, which resulted in one possession win. So getting more than one possession here, I'm going to take the underdog. As Craig said, this I'm not a big fan of playing them on the money line, but this could be a one-possession game. Guess what? You win no matter who wins. Sure, of course, right. Well, Baltimore might win, but not by 10 points. And then you win all the way to the bank. So good on that one. Uh, let's go with the next one, shall we, guys? Uh, let's do the uh, uh, Seattle Seahawks versus the Green Bay Packers. I want to choose this one because... Of all the teams we've seen in the playoffs so far, the Seahawks look the least likely to do anything after after their win. Uh, for me, anyway. Um, they beat the Eagles 17-9. to It was an ugly, ugly game. Uh, Seahawks, I mean, what was this? 11 penalties, a loss of 114 yards. I mean, you don't have to do anything against the Seahawks. You can just let them go and, you know, get the ball for you. Uh, 114 yards in total penalties for the Seahawks. Uh, the matchup here is Seattle's offense, offensive line against the Packers' pass rush. The Packers ranked 23rd against the rush, though. Too many injuries to list for the Seahawks. And the Packers, by the way, also got a fair amount of injuries uh, as well. Uh, they closed the season with that, tight, well, with that uh, tight win against Detroit. Their offense is ranked 24th in third-down conversions. Guys, where are we going with this one? I got Green Bay home favorites, uh, total of 47. Yep. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off here. You know, we've seen some line movement here. We've seen actually a four and a half in some places, but I'll take the points with Seattle. You know, I just can't go against a Seahawks team that's eight and one straight up on the road. Uh, they average 371 yards a game. And don't, what, what has Green Bay done the last few seasons? Have you seen them in any Super Bowls? We always hear the hype. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is great quarterback. They don't, they fall flat in the playoffs. They haven't, they haven't done much. And of course they got a first year head coach here in a big spot against a grizzled veteran in um, Pete Carroll, who's very good at making second half adjustments. So, um, and of course I got Russell Wilson, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I think I like my chances there. 66% completion rate, 31 touchdowns, five picks, and he's been accurate on the road, completing 70% of his passes. And one thing to note here about the Packers, they did give up a lot of yardage at home, 366 yards a game, and they've been held to 23 points or fewer in four straight. And don't forget the Packers have not been a good third down team this year just 23rd in the nfl on third yeah. down conversions give me a little more than a field actually. goal here with seattle plus the four i hate to correct yeah. the expert but actually it's 24th but let's leave it right there <laughs> tony all right uh, you got it point well taken disagree with you though craig i disagree with tony because they have seattle by my count has 19 injuries now look i know there's about 800 people on an nfl squad but still 19 first team players injured is a lot to replace. What say you, Craig Trapp? Well, my top play on this one is actually over at picksandparleys.net on the side, but I got to play for the total here uh, for our rapid fire. I think you're right. I think there's a lot of injuries. So you know what Seattle's going to have to do? They're going to have to play ball control. They're going to have to slow this game down. And you know what? Green Bay doesn't mind playing the same way. They run the ball this year. Yes, everybody talks about how great Aaron Rodgers is. This year they won because they had a much improved pass rush and they're much improved running the ball. I think that's the key in this game. I think there's going to be a lot lower points. I think 47 is way too high. So my free play going to be under 47, but don't forget my top play, go over to picksandparlays.net and get it uh, this weekend. Well, Craig, but I mean, what, what about the lack of discipline that the Seahawks have shown? I mean, that's going to be a problem if you've got to play a disciplined game. Well, I think that, you know, sometimes that first time, that first game in the playoffs, you can be a little 
uh, a little jumpy, but I think, you know, they're going to be the team. I, I, I've said this, we said this about uh, the first game in the Ravens. They'll be a little rusty. I think the 49ers will be a little rusty. I think the Seahawks will fix some of those penalties. They're going to have to, because if they have another 11 penalties on the road, they will not win at Green Bay. So I yeah. think they'll be a little better. Pete Carroll's a great coach, and I think he'll have them ready for this one. Uh, but like I said, I think the under 47, very solid free play here. During the holiday season, he's known as Christmas Carroll. Okay, holiday, the Houston Texans against the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a game I'm looking forward to, by the way. Uh, Houston, 11-6, 8-8-1 against the spread, held off the Bills uh, to win the wild card game. Bills didn't, you know, do much with their play calling, but we'll leave that one there. Uh, Jonathan Joseph, Will Fuller, Jordan Aikens are doubtful. They're 7-3 in the last 10, and the Chiefs, 8-2. and two. Uh, last outing was beating the Chargers 31-21. That was the last game of the regular season. They've obviously had a little bit of a breather. They're five and three straight up against and against the spread at home. Second in yards per play, fourth in scoring. I like this team a lot. They're nine and a half point home favorites with a total of 50. Uh, guys, there's no upset in the making here in my mind. But what do you think about this uh, nine and a half points? Let's start yeah, with I'll you, I'll take Craig. this one. I actually see uh, the Chiefs here at 10. I see both the AFC lines have moved from nine or nine and a half to 10. I see the total at 51. I think the Texans have a real shot here. I really do. I think the Texans, they have all the makings of a team that, that can win on the road in the playoffs. They have a mobile quarterback that I think is going to be needed because the Chiefs pass rush is much better this year. Their defense is much improved this year, but their offense is not quite as explosive as it was last year. I think the Texans catch a rusty Chiefs team and I think this is a much closer game. Give me the 10 points, but I think the better play actually is going to play on the under 51. I just think both of these teams are going to play under, I think it's going to be like 23, 24 uh, for each team. It's going to be that close. And I think the under is a very solid play here. I think Kansas City will just be lucky if they get out of this game alive. And, and if, you know, if the Texans get past this game, I could see the Texans in the Super Bowl. They are, they definitely have all the weapons. JJ Watts back. This is one of those dangerous teams that you do not want to face if you're Kansas City. All right. Uh, marijuana is legal here in uh, Las Vegas, so <laughs> I can understand your position, Craig. Yeah. Okay. Uh, LT Gray, what do you say? Yeah, I'm a, I am actually I love the side in this game. You can pick it up right now at picksandparlays.net. But I'm with I'm with Craig here. I think you're looking here at a, at a, a lower scoring game. I would look look to the under in this one between the oh, Texans oh. and and one thing no, notice the okay, Texans, Texans defense in the haven't Super been too shabby. Come on, tell us. Hey, you know what? That we want to talk about upsets. You know, they, they can happen in, in in the NFL this year, especially this year where we I think there's been some parity with, with the top teams in the league. Uh, I think uh, we just I think I think it, it can happen. And what is again? I'm going to say this like I said this about Green Bay. What has what Kansas City done in the last several seasons? Have you seen them in the Super Bowl? No. no. It's one of those teams like that we hype up the and they never make it. the 400 years anyway. So, I, mean, I know. On. It's been the Patriots. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, can, Houston can, can get in there. Just look, look, what, look what happened in baseball. The team we, everyone said couldn't make it got in the Nationals. It could be sometimes sure. you have weird years. And, and Toronto Raptors won the NBA hey, Finals. No Lester one picked them. Leicester won the Premier League. For look, anything's possible. There you go. Anything's possible. I think I think we if can see a six seed three we times can... and say make it so. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> We've got to move. Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the Vikings 11 and six, 10 and seven against the spread, coming off that upset of the Saints. Um, Dalvin Cook's return was the key for that, for at least the way I saw it in terms of changing the game. And Adam Thielen had a stellar showing too. I thought. 
Uh, Vikings D held New Orleans to 4-11 and 11 on third downs. The 49ers, 13-3, 9-6-1 against the spread. They had a nice buy, and that was a huge benefit. Uh, their defense has had a chance to rest and refit. D. Ford and Quan Alexander are likely to return. That's a big help. They're big. I had seven and a half points. The way you guys are going, you're going to tell me it's now, you know, nine is nine-point favorites. Uh, I had total at 45. You're going to tell me it's like 95 now. So I'll just throw it over to you, Tony Tellez. What is it? Yeah, it's actually, I've got the Minnesota here at actually San Francisco laying seven. I'm going to take the seven here with the Vikings. I respect the Vikings' offensive performance. Man, you go into New Orleans, and then you held them to 20 points, and you did a great job on third down getting off the field, and you win in that pressure-packed overtime uh, period. I, I, I got to take the points here. They did put good pressure on Breeze. Uh, you know, the Vikings are a different team when you have Cook and Thielen, but keep an eye on Thielen. He cut his foot in practice. It's a cut. They stitched him up. Hopefully they, they, they he'll be fine to go here on, on, uh, in this game. Uh, we see hockey players play with stitches. I think football players can play with stitches. I think they'll be, they'll be fine. One thing I liked about him was they were 10 of 18 on third down in a playoff game in a dome in New Orleans. That's a tough spot to, to go in. Don't forget the Vikings did sit their starters in week 17, so I'm not worried about this back-to-back -back game here. Um, 49ers have failed to cover four of their past five. I know they're getting healthier, but I think there's some uh, momentum here uh, with, with Minnesota coming in. I think it make it competitive again. The game could land six, four, or three. You win no matter who wins when you take Minnesota plus a seven. All right. One minute trap. What say you? I, I, I Usually we're not all in agreement, but we've been pretty much in agreement today. I like this Vikings team as well. Delvin Cook is a difference maker. Their offensive line is more of a uh, – they really want to run the ball and, and play off the, uh, the play fakes. They can do that when Delvin Cook's running the ball. Delvin Cook is the key. I think they get this win here on the road. But let's take the seven points just in case. Also think another under here. Unders and underdogs are good last week. I think a lot of unders and underdogs this week, including this one. Let's take the Minnesota Vikings plus seven. All right, gentlemen, thank you as always. You can find Craig. You can find Tony at picksandparlays.net. Now's a great time. You can pick up both of their picks for the entire year for $14.99. If you only want one of them, it's $9.99. But why have one when you could have two and get double that great sports intelligence? All right, if you've missed... Any of the picks, hang on. I'll recap them right after the break. Welcome back. Picks and parlays. We've had a great show. We started off with the Premier League. Then we moved to NBA. Then we had NFL rapid fire. So many picks we've given out on this show. We've got a lot more free picks on the website as well at picksandparlays.net. So why don't you head over there and see what we have. And by the way, if you've missed any of this show, don't worry because it'll be available on replay on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and, of course, at the Believe Podcast Network. That is our podcast network where you can find this show right after it has concluded. Okay, let's recap the picks from today just in case you missed them. And we started off with Al Ninos and I talking a little Premier League football. Bournemouth-Watford. Uh, Al said take Watford as a pick -em at minus 103. Palace versus Arsenal. He said take our Arsenal minus 116. Wolves Newcastle take Wolves minus one and minus 132. And then my picks are a little bit different, actually. Uh, Bournemouth Watford take that delicious money line at plus 180 every day. Palace Arsenal take that draw plus 288. Remember, they three of their last five games has ended, have ended as a 2 2 draw. Wolves Newcastle take Wolves minus one, 132. We're in agreement on that one. Then Chip and I talked a little NBA. Heat at Nets, he said take the over 217. Spurs at the Grizzlies. Take over 231 and a half in the Magic at Suns. Take Orlando plus two. And Lakers at Mavs. Take the under. And finally, our NFL rapid fire. 
Craig Trapp, Vikings at Niners take the Vikings plus seven. Titans at Ravens take the Titans plus 10. The Texans at Chiefs take the under 51. I know we're missing one there somewhere, but we'll move right along. Let's get Tony's picks. Vikings at Niners take Vikings plus seven. Titans at Ravens take Titans plus 10. And the Seahawks at the Packers here take the Seahawks plus four. And if you want Texans at Chiefs, they're available at picksandparlays.net. Remember, $9.99, you can get one cap as picks for the entire year. All right, that's going to wrap up the show. I'll be back with you. We'll be back on Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Hope you'll tune in then. In the meantime, have a great weekend. Remember to bet with the best sporting intelligence you can get. You're going to get that at picksandparlays.net. And when you do, you will always bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.